Welcome to the Upwards Podcast, an initiative of Upper House on the campus of University of Wisconsin-Madison. Through conversations with thinkers, scholars, and leaders, we explore the life of the mind and the questions of the soul to enrich our university, our community, and the church. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dan, your host, and we're bringing you another episode of Inside Upper House, where we pull the curtain back on some part of our project that's less visible from the outside. So today, we're going to talk about campus ministries. The UW has a rich history of campus ministries. These date all the way back to the YMCA, which for decades was located just next to Memorial Union on campus. And that story extends through the last hundred years or so. In the early 20th century, ministries like St. Paul's, Lutheran Calvary Chapel, Press House, and many others arrived and had physical spaces, much like Upper House, and conducted their ministries largely in relation to that space. A later wave of campus ministries used a different model that didn't include acquiring space. These date all the way back to something called the Badger Christian Fellowship, which was active in the 1930s and extended through other organizations, including InterVarsity, Crew, Navigators, and many more today. For these ministries, meeting together often required using ministry leader homes or reserving classrooms on campus or using local churches. And that's where Upper House comes in today. We're a very young organization. Uh, and we're only at the sort of tail end of that ongoing story of campus ministries at UW. But one of our most constant and frequent expressions of hospitality here is hosting campus ministries. And that's what we'll spend a few minutes talking about here today. And to do that, I'm with my colleague and our director of campus ministry engagement, Dan Johnson. Hi, Dan. Hey. So, uh, as it will become clear, Dan is deeply invested in the health of campus ministries at UW and has been since the founding of Upper House in 2015. So Dan, just to start us off, can you tell us a bit about your background with Campus Ministries? Yeah, well, um, I love Campus Ministry. Um, I think it's a very formative experience and and kind of the college student experience on any given campus. And uh, I think there's really good work (laughs) that gets done in these groups that meet. And a lot of transformation, spiritual habits, which we'll talk about, are really formed in these experiences. Community um, development, you know, from Bible reading to praying to getting connected to a, a church body. Those are all really important practices that are really lived out in this kind of campus ministry experience for students. And so I, I, th- I think that is a really important piece of the puzzle, um, and I'm really excited and grateful that we get to do that with Upper House here. Um, so my campus ministry experience prior to Upper House is a little different. Um, so I was a air, Young Life Area Director, and typically Young Life is concentrating on high school and ministry, middle school ministry. But our um, campus ministry kind of connection point was all based upon these, we had 40 college students from a liberal arts um, college called Augustana College mm. in Rock Island, Illinois, which is part of the Quad Cities where we were. And uh, it was really about leadership development. I mean, we did deep leadership development. We were really equipping them to do ministry in the community with high school and middle school students. 
but anyone that's worked with a college student as a mentor or uh, an educator or something along those lines, um, you know, it goes way deeper than that. And so there was a lot of conversations around life, um, spiritual formation, you know, kind of the trajectory of students leaving this uh, four-year institution and going on from there. And so, and so those were just really rich times. I was on campus like every day um, doing work uh, in the student union and local coffee shops, um, working with students and, and really walking alongside them. And that was just a really rich experience that I had. And so just saw the value of what uh, a campus ministry organization can really bring to a university to the institution itself, but also to the individual and the students there. Awesome. Thanks for that background, Dan. And we should mention that there's a number of people on our team here at Upper House who have campus ministry experience. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you were at Young Life. Uh, Cam Anderson and John Terrell, our director and associate director, were both with InterVarsity for many years. And it's interesting, too, to see how each of those campus ministries has their own culture and their own sort of emphases. And uh, what we have here at Upper House is sort of the best of of a number of those uh, different cultures uh, sort of um, in our project as well. Yeah. So zeroing in on the University of Wisconsin, what do you see as the value of campus ministries here on campus in Madison? Well, I, th- I think basically there's kind of three things that I think campus ministries really bring into the institution of the university or the college community. And the first is this real deep transformation. <laughs> you see a, a college freshman coming in, um, maybe having spiritual background, maybe not having spiritual background. And, you know, the, the hope would be for them each year to digging deeper, going deeper, connecting deeper into um, just some really formative spiritual habits. And so I talked a little bit about those earlier, but, you know, scripture reading, exegese, prayer, uh, being in community with one another, being in community broadly within the city, those are just really deeply rooted values and practices that hopefully (laughs) really transform their lives going forward for another 60 to maybe 80 years of life after that. So I think they bring a real uh, sense of work in that way. Second is just the equipping. I I think campus ministries do a really good job of equipping. And so evangelism is is an ethos of a lot of campus ministry groups. It's It's a missional practice that's kind of forefront of what they do around our campus. That's true as well. Um, There's a lot of campus ministry organizations that would say that their mission first is to evangelize students here at University of Wisconsin-Madison. So um, I would say that uh, discipleship is a big part of that, whether that's discipleship peer-to-peer, whether that's discipleship with an adult, maybe it's a staff person or adult leader in somebody's life, but really forming some of those um, deeply rooted pieces. And then the spiritual practices that we talked a little bit about already one of the things that we're really, really passionate here at Upper House is really helping students connect not only, you know, some of these spiritual practices, but their view of vocation, mm-hmm. <laughs> their view of work, what they're doing in the classroom, how that matters in, with their faith. And, you know, research would show that students more and more are feeling that disconnection. Um, and so our hope is to really kind of bring that back into the fold of things. So and then community and relationships and friendships. Um, I think campus ministry groups do just an excellent job of creating community, creating a really safe place for students to really bring their whole selves into. And that is a really positive for students. A lot of students will 
kind of build lifelong friendships in these really formative years of their lives that hopefully will go on for decades to come. And those can be a really great catalyst for um, them entering a post-undergrad world um, like we have here. So thanks, Dan. It it strikes me that campus ministries also play a role within sort of a bigger ecosystem of what we're hoping uh, college students are being formed by. So I can think of, obviously, the university. They're spending a lot of time in classroom uh, and with people on campus. Hopefully, they're part of a local church that is forming them as well. And then there's also campus ministries that are part of that process as well. So as you were talking about sort of the key parts that the campus ministry plays, I just think of those in relation to what we're hoping is sort of a broader ecosystem that Uh students land in when they come here at UW. Yeah, I mean, I think there are definitely campus ministry organizations who, um, like we as Upper House, really see the university as a friend. There, I think there are some that that's maybe not the case for. We really put church is a priority for everyone, (laughs) not just students, but uh, we as a staff team and other people that we're connected with here at Upper House. um, Church is one of those formative things that we believe everyone should be involved in. I think most campus groups believe that at their core in actual practicality. Sometimes that looks different, right? But uh, I, I do think that that is, I think those two are values that hopefully that we can continue as we're interacting with different campus ministry organizations broadly on our campus here, um, continue just to kind of press into um, those issues as they come up. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to sort of who are we talking about here? Give us a sense of the campus ministry landscape that particularly it's, it's very broad. We don't work with all campus ministries uh, on campus, but we work with a lot of them. Give us a sense of who we work with here at upper house. Yeah. So, um, so we, so, University of Wisconsin-Madison, there's about 60 to 65 different Christian ministry groups connecting with students on a pretty regular basis. Um, Some of those are churches um, in different parts of our city, and they just have a vision for connecting and reaching college students. Others are more kind of traditional parachurch campus ministry organizations. We interact with a lot of uh, groups that are non-landed. They don't have space, physical space on campus, and so they're really reliant on either university space or third-party space in which we are in. And so um, so we have about 20 to 25 of those 60 to 65 groups that will meet at Upper House in any given academic year at some point. And those have a very different scale to them. Sometimes it's a large group meeting where there's a couple hundred students in here weekly, and sometimes it's a... A Bible study that's in a classroom. And we think both are great and <laughs> have really great value, and we're able to offer those um, those spaces to groups. And so it's been really fun to get to know these groups, get to know these staff people. I think one of the things about the University of Wisconsin-Madison is, is that a lot of the senior staff, campus staff, have been on this campus for a pretty long time, mm-hmm. which does not happen. There's it's usually an environment where there's high turnover, and so there's just some really long, um, committed campus ministry staff, senior staff on this campus. And I think that is actually a great value that we have as a community as a whole. That's right. Yeah. And it just strikes me that, you know, that number of 60 to 65, and then there's, of course, other campus ministries for other religious bodies and uh, communities on campus. That's, I think many people, I was certainly surprised when I heard that number mm-hmm. for the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, a lot of that sort of, you don't see it 
when you just take a snapshot of the university, you really have to yep. get to know the community. Yeah. But you can imagine that that's some type, a level of that activity is happening on every Big Ten university mm-hmm. and on hundreds of universities across the country. And so it's just, it's really uh, sometimes awe-inspiring just to sit back and think about how many people are ministering uh, across the country every day, yeah. across hundreds of campuses. Um, okay, so so many of these groups, as you talked about, uh, use our space. And talk a little about that. Uh, what are the different ways we collaborate with these ministries? We do the we, we offer space, but we also do other things with them as well. Yeah, yeah. So space would be a big piece of the puzzle that we do. Um, just really offering a consistent space for groups to meet in. I think I think that's one of the f- pieces of feedback we get continually from groups. Like they know what when they can access and use Upper House in any given academic semester. And so that is a great resource for for folks. A couple of things, I mean, we'll see campus staff that will just be in here meeting with students and having coffee and hanging out together and having those conversations, which are really formative, um, which is great. One of the new pieces of Upper House that I'm really excited about from a campus ministry perspective is actually our library and having you know commentaries and other Christian literature here that students and campus ministry staff can actually come to Upper House and be here and work on talks and work on a Bible study, work on the things that um, that they're called to within their campus ministry group. So, so the space, the, the, the embodied place um, is a really important piece of this mix for us in our interaction with that. Um, we also do events, and we as Upper House have done a few kind of standalone events, but majority of the things that we've done have been in collaboration with other campus ministry organizations. So we've done two Veritas forums. We did one in 2017 and one in 2020. We did a collaborative faith work and calling conference in 2018. We worked with Q and did a Q union conference in 2019. Each year, Upper House hosts an all-campus worship night, kind of kick off the year with. And um, and that hasn't been a collaborative uh, venture in kind of nature of it, but it has been kind of a, a landing place for groups just to be able to come in and be in a space together. Um, we get tons of great feedback from students who just want a place where they can come in and be in community together, which doesn't happen a lot in campus ministry world. There's actually a kind of a, a lot of isolation all throughout campus, and that's one opportunity through the year where people can come and do that together. And then one thing that I'm really passionate about and excited about is, is that We've done some ministry labs for campus ministry staff over time. Um, Often we'll have a speaker that will be coming in that we think would be a great speaker to get in front of campus ministry staff. And so we'll offer our lunch or a a breakfast or coffee and bakery of some sort and get a speaker on a subject matter that's really important (laughs) to campus staff uh, to them interact. And probably a speaker that they wouldn't interact with on their own or even their organization may not even bring in to do training. And that has been a really great value add, I think, kind of by circumstance for campus ministry staff all, all along. And I know that there have been some campus ministry organizations here at UW-Madison who have used Upper House, all these kind of things that we've been offering to them as a recruiting mechanism. Mm you know, to bring staff into this, into this campus and see Upper House as an asset to land some really gifted, you know, campus ministry staff folks. You know, I, I think of, you know, the, the first year student, you know, landing here at UW-Madison, you know, our hope would be that they would get connected in some type of spiritual formative um, group, whether, 
you know, whether that's upper house or a group that meets here or a group that meets somewhere else on campus, that they would be um, really interested in that. We, we do a biannual uh, campus ministry survey in which we just survey groups and students that are involved in groups. And 87, so we did it last in 2020, um, 87% of students who are landing here at UW-Madison who are involved in campus ministry organization are coming into college with some type of faith experience. So that has a, you know, very broad <laughs> in nature, but they're landing with some type of ministry church experience that they can get enfolded into kind of the world of campus ministry and church life. You know, and then I think the, the big question that campus ministry groups and churches are really dealing with is how do we evangelize kind of this next generation of college student coming into campuses with cultural shifts, with uh, kind of a, a postmodern environment, uh, post-Christian environment we have here at UW-Madison and in our city. How do we bring a gospel to the forefront that's attractive to a college student who maybe hasn't had a faith experience yet? So I think that's something that we're going to continue to work on as a community together here on campus. Sure. And, and yeah, the, how, how do we uh, figure out a way to connect with the questions that students are asking as well? Because every generation is sort of coming in with a particular set of, of questions about the world, about, uh, about Christianity or about religion, and those are shifting. And that's, yeah, we talk a lot about that, don't we, <laughs> here, yep. here at yep. Upper House, yep. for sure. Yep. Well, in total, I think we can say in a normal semester, Basically, there's some campus ministry activity happening here almost every day, um, mm-hmm. often multiple groups right. um, in a given day. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of that's not on our website or sort of not in our promotional communication or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of the daily work that we do here um, at Upper House. I wanted to ask sort of the flip side of this question real quick. What do you think the campus ministries give us? Yeah, I mean, I, just practically, I mean, we, we do, um, the groups that meet here at Upper House, we have a mutuality and generosity agreement that we have for them, and um, they help us out at front desk hours just to have that uh, kind of with a person there and welcoming guests into the space. They help during finals week. I mean, that's a real reality for us is that we turn Upper House into study space for an entire week during finals week, and so... They help with that. They help in these kind of collaborative events, which has been really great. I think one of the things that they help us in is is that they help bring just a wide variety of students into the space. We've had been able to house a lot of different types of ministry, and both from a, kind of an ethnic diversity, racial diversity kind of piece of the of the puzzle, but also just wide backgrounds. We, we have a, a large international student population here at UW-Madison, and so we've gotten to connect with a lot of campus ministry groups who are doing work with international students, which is just a thing that we normally wouldn't have occurring in the scope of what we do. And so, you know, my hope is, is that those students that are entering, even though they're not part of our programming, that they are getting an experience in this place um, and the Holy Spirit moving through this place will be really transformative for them. Thanks, Dan. Finally, as we enter into a new year, uh, as we're sort of moving into the fall of 2021, we're also reemerging from pandemic restrictions. And really, this will be, you know, hopefully, the sort of return to some type of normality in in the sense of who's on campus in a given 
a week, uh, particularly with students and faculty and staff all being on campus. What's your hope for this critical part of our mission for campus ministries as we sort of enter into the fall of 2021? Yeah, this is a very different fall (laughs) that we're entering into. I've been having a bunch of conversations with campus ministry staff over the last couple of weeks. A couple of things I would say, I mean, if you're a person of faith, I would say pray for Mm -hmm. those campus ministries. If you know a campus ministry staff person, um, whether you're supporting them or just praying for them or whatever, pray for this fall. They're going to need a lot of prayer covered for this fall. So, you know, I think one of the things that the pandemic really uh, showed kind of this world of campus ministry life is, is that relationships and connections can occur without being physically present with one another. It, is, it was a very difficult season to do work in that way. And so you can imagine last fall when most colleges and universities were primarily online of trying to connect with a first-year student in any way was really difficult. So you have that mix. You also have a mix of, you know, people that were students that were deeply invested in campus ministries were very non-present last year. And so, you know, a lot of campus groups had done student training right before the pandemic began to get ready for the next fall. And there was a lot of students that were just no-shows, right? So these, these people that were had been deeply invested for maybe one or two or three years in ministry with a specific group weren't present for large group meetings, for small group meetings. They just didn't want to do another thing online it was really kind of a narrative that we heard a lot. And so I think, you know, the fall is a very busy time in campus ministry where there's a lot of recruitments happening. There's a lot of programming that's happening as you launch into a new academic year. This year, I think there's a lot of anxiousness with that. Mm -hmm. And really, I think most campus staff are in a mindset of rebuild. They're, They're really feeling like they have to kind of almost rebuild their ministry from scratch in a lot of cases. But I do think that there's opportunity there as well. And so we do have a class, last year's class of first-year students that really probably majority of them didn't connect with a campus ministry organization. We're coming in and thinking about this year as maybe another a second first-year experience mm-hmm. here on campus. And so I do think there's a lot of opportunities for campus groups, and I think they are seeing the opportunities that are present for them as well in that way. I do think, like, Groups are thinking about kind of this this first-year student and the pathway from them, from meeting them maybe first or second week of of college all the way through graduation. Um, And what's the trajectory that we want as Upper House to have and other other organizations around campus? How do we want them to interact with that? And then I think just a continual conversation around campus ministry and doing ministry on a college campus is just campus access issues is always in the forefront of um, the minds of people. So, you know, of our, let's say 60 to 65 campus ministry organizations, about 10 to 15 have landed property. So majority are operating in some type of non-landed sequence. And that can be really difficult and exhausting knowing like, hey, I might this this classroom space that we meet in every single week isn't open these three weeks because there's something happening um, in this classroom. And so things are moving around and you have this really kind of transient nature, which can just be really exhausting for campus staff as they're trying to formulate and and 
you know, really build kind of this community and network of students together. So, yeah, and, and uh, Dan, as you as you describe those many many things to pray about and the concerns that um, ministries are coming in, it just uh, strikes home to me sort of how much of an honor it is to be a part of that mm-hmm. and to in in small ways, some small ways, some bigger ways to help try to alleviate some of those stresses um, yeah. by having uh, Upper House so close to campus and, yeah. and open. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for your time, Dan. Thanks for the conversation. And thanks for tuning in for another episode of Inside Upper House. The Upwards podcast is supported by the Stephen and Laurel Brown Foundation. It is produced at Upper House in Madison, Wisconsin. Music by Micah Baer. Audio engineering by Andy Johnson. And graphic design by Madeline Ramsey. Follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn with the handle at Upper House UW.